You're listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live, with your hosts, Eric Provoznik, Jim Culver, Marty Zamora, and Christine Leninger. This is Lars Walker. You're listening to All Over the Place, where the fun sanity never ends. Hi there, everyone, and welcome back to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. With us tonight, Marty and Christine. Jim Culver, typical co-host, is not with us tonight. Jim's on vacation. So if, if Marty's not missing, Jim's missing. We're just getting as much of the game together as possible tonight. As you can kind of see, well, if you're watching, yeah, you will definitely see. But if it's never been known before where my alma mater allegiances lie, you're going to get it full score tonight. We've got two very special guests. And uh, it. Yes, it's, it's a Penn State-themed show yet again here on All Over the Place. want to welcome to our studios across the country, coast to coast, Andy Vidopia from Exit 56 Publications. Welcome, Andy. Hello. And also, we've got Landon Tangwall joining us, our offensive lineman for the Nittany Lions. Welcome, Landon. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate oh, it. Absolutely. It's an honor to have you here. And just very quickly, Landon, uh, Marty up there in the right-hand corner, it looks like on my screen, he may look familiar to you because he was actually able to get onto the field in the post-game ceremonies at the Rose Bowl this year, run around. I'm not sure if you had a tall one in your hand, Marty, or not, but you were partying I, down there with my Nittany Lions. I was jealous, but I was so proud of you at the same time. So you guys may have already crossed paths. Hooligan, so hooligan from birth. I love to hear it. I love everybody, everybody was having a good time after that win, so it was good to, good to hear. Range, yeah. Maine, we were partying there in Pasadena, absolutely. So, yeah, it was fantastic. The reason we've got Andy and Landon on the show is uh, Andy is uh, with Exit Fifty Six Publications has uh, put an initiative together, doing children's books, and, and he's got it not just at Penn State. And Andy, correct me if I'm wrong. It, it's uh, also at uh, University of Michigan. Or are there any other schools in addition to Penn State and Michigan right now? Just those two right now. And why don't you give our audience uh, the, the quick lowdown on exactly what, what you're doing and, and why, uh, what the inspiration was for, for doing these books. Yeah, so uh, I, um, I worked for IBM for 40 years. Uh, I retired a couple of years ago and uh, wanted to keep my mind busy and loved sports my whole life. And it was just about the time NIL was coming about. And my son actually had the idea, so I always give him credit on these shows. Uh, he said, hey, Dad, you know, you should really do children's books with college athletes since NIL just came about. And uh, that's really what started it. So I was in on the very beginning. Uh, and literally, NIL is two years old as of uh, seven days ago, eight days ago, July 1st. And that's when I started put my first book out about a year later. And then I uh, did the second and third book with uh, uh, Drew and Landon. So uh, couldn't be more thrilled about uh, the way all, everything has gone so far. And for, for those of uh, uh, all over the place, audience members, uh, name image likeness is what NIL. And Landon, for you, uh, with the name image likeness, uh, you, know, you know, aside from the financial aspects of it, what benefits do you see as a student with NIL? Yeah, you know, obviously it's very nice uh, benefit financially. It's, you know, gives guys a little bit of a cushion and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, this this book is going to give me a different perspective um, on NIL. Um, I, I think this is kind of what, you know, kind of. Oh, shoot. Uh oh, we, 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 we had the Cartman, uh, Eric Cartman freeze there. Yeah, we have lost connection a little bit. Hopefully he'll be able to get reconnected real quickly. 
all right. We can continue. Yeah, Andy, so, I mean, what was the inspiration behind just children's book and, and in terms of reaching out then to the different universities and different players? How did you come about with that? Yeah, so I actually contacted every Power 5 school in the beginning. So there were like 100 different schools that I contacted. You may know that NIL, when it started, the rules were all over the place. So believe it or not, you have Texas and Florida, who are two of the biggest schools now involved in NIL. Back then, they couldn't even speak to you because the state laws were such that they were literally, when you called them, they weren't allowed to speak to you. Uh, when I got in touch with uh, Penn State, which was about a year later, uh, they had Dan Caballa, whose title was NI something to do with NIL. So he was able to be a help of putting me in touch with the athletes. And again, Landon was interested in doing the book. And uh, I was thrilled. I actually asked Dan specifically about Landon because he was one of the top rated offensive linemen coming out of the country. And, and by the way, just for the record, I love offensive linemen. Um, <laughs> I, I think anybody who really knows football knows that that is where the offense is. I don't care how great a quarterback you are, how great a running back you are. If you're on your back or there's no hole, it doesn't happen. So anyhow, it looks like Landon's back now, so you, you could go back to him. So, yeah, Landon, unfortunately, we, we, uh, we got cut off there for a little bit for you. So let, let's just circle back to uh, what, what you are going to say about, you know, the advantages. Oh. And there he went again. Yeah. We'll try again. He's going to come yeah. back in. I'm, okay. I'm confident we'll get him back. There he is. And there he is. All right. <laughs> Sorry All right. about that, guys. It's all good. It's one of the few times you'll hear me disparage Happy Valley, but sometimes the connections there aren't, aren't as good as they should be. But you know. that's okay. I, I like the little South Park reference. I'm a big fan. So I, I, heard, <laughs> I heard the Harris reference. I like it. Uh, doing those Zoom classroom meetings. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want me to hop, or you you want to re ask the question? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, just in turn, I mean, obviously, aside from the financial aspects mm -hmm. of it, what, what other advantages do you see with name, image, likeness for you student athletes? Yeah, one one really uh, cool thing about this book that's kind of allowed me to do uh, is get back in touch with the community. Uh, first, it kind of started off with going back to my original elementary school. I've been back two or three times now. Um, got to interact with the kids, read to all the kids. I actually got to go to the book fair with the book. Uh, you know, I was out at recess with them. We were playing football. They loved me reading to them, everybody. It was such a good time. Um, went from there, actually, and we actually had a team trip, about 10 of us on the team were going to Guatemala um, to donate shoes. We were working with a nonprofit called Souls for Souls. Mm -hmm. uh, so we went down there. It was a really cool experience. But through talking with Andy and, you know, he worked really hard on it, and we actually ended up getting a total of 135 books uh, donated and still more counting for Guatemala. Um, and I actually so I got to take down 135 books and give them to the kids down there. Um, they loved it. It was super cool. I have pictures on my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is just Very my full cool. name. Anybody wants to check it out, just my full name and Instagram. Um, so yeah, that was a really cool experience. Uh, came back, went to a couple different schools around PA. Uh, so it's just a really cool experience to get back in the community, interact, especially with the kids, um, to you know, be able to go to their place of school and just kind of be able to see everybody. Uh, the, I mean, the place I went up in Wellsboro, PA, and I went to every single classroom sign something for every single kid, make sure everybody had something. So it was like a really fun experience. And like, hopefully they're really just fans for a lot, you know, for their life, uh, you know, of me, of the team. So that's, that's kind of, you know, what, what we're trying to pursue. And, you know, I think that's one thing that NIL has kind of done is in the past, you know, there was really no reason to go out in the community guys, you know, 
they weren't even allowed to really you get punished to go do events and stuff like that mm -hmm. there were just so many restrictions and you know so people and then you know we got our helmets on all the time so people don't really know who we are what we're about you know they don't know you know our personalities i think that's a huge thing that nil you know especially with social media things like this book you know people are able to see our personalities see like how we are and i think kind of people lose sight that we're just normal especially when we're college athletes i mean we're just normal kids just college kids you know just having fun it just so happens you know we we, we play football you know one of the the best universities in america but um i just i think it's really cool with perspective it can you know nil can give other people and allows us to to achieve in the community so hey, you're, you're recruiting the next little round of nittany lions is uh coach franklin going to give you uh, like a little uh some recruiter bonus points <laughs> <laughs> yeah and no, i'm always I, I always i always end up with the recruiting dinners so i, I always get i always get uh always get assigned to recruit so i always have a recruit for especially ov weekend and stuff like that so I, i'm always working hard on the recruits so y'all can count on that nice hey i want to jump in for a second on this too so the feedback that i get after landon's visits is just tremendous i mean uh the job he does with these kids I can't tell you how many people come back to me and say, thank you for having Landon come out. He is so great with the kids. Uh, we just recently uh, had somebody come after that Wellsboro uh, visit. The guy printed out like a professional photo of him and his daughter with Landon um, and mailed it to Landon and Landon signed it, giving it back. And he says like, Landon is her idol. And <laughs> think about what Landon just said. Two or three years ago, he's got a helmet on, uh, you know, number 58. The only time they would say anything is if there's a holding penalty, right? <laughs> now you get to go out there and people not only want his autograph, but I got to tell you, um, if Landon is not the most popular guy on that team now, I don't know who is because I just get feedback that there's so many Landon Tangwall fans out there. And it's really a credit to him because he's doing all this without appearance fees and uh, it, it just – you know, he's, he's just doing a great job and um, it really does represent Penn State very well. And I also want to throw out a shout out to the people who do did donate books for Landon's trip. Again, it says something about the Penn State people. Uh, so it's just been a, a, a tremendous experience just to see how all of this has happened. And, and I, last thing for me is on this is, uh, so my granddaughter is like one of Landon's biggest fans. My daughter says that she has literally read Landon's book 50 times to her. Now, if you might be about four-year-olds, they don't mind seeing the loop going over and over again. But she actually can finish the sentences on a lot of the pages. So um, that's a real personal aspect of it. But it also, you know, I don't know how many people are out there doing the same thing, but I'm guessing there's a lot. And Andy, I thought it was really interesting. I read in one of the articles um, about how you work with underclassmen, particularly. Can you yeah, explain yeah, so what that is, is for people yeah, who aren't aware with your process? Well, there's a, there's a, a selfish reason for that. <laughs> um, so one, it does take six months to do a book. And although my main motive is not to make money, I would like to at least break even. And I really need two years worth of selling to do that. So, um, so that's why it's been with underclassmen. Awesome. And I also saw that you have some requirements for who you work with as well. Uh, help me out on that one. 
Well, I mean, you you don't want just any college player, right? No, no, no. Listen, listen, it's got to it's got to be the landings of the world, right? One, you know, I say right up front to the kids, and it's always the pa- parent and the kids. So if you're not the type of person who's going to enjoy doing the things that Landon's doing, please don't do the book, because again, nobody's going to make a, a lot of money doing this. What you're going to do is get the experience of having a book about you and getting to meet people. And I really do think it's good for public speaking um, because even though Landon's with maybe 25 uh, elementary kids, there is still there are still adults in the room and, and anything that's out there for that's that gives a experience in public speaking. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. And I'm, I'm going to get a get a little uh, Homer here again. But uh, the, the, that man who's over my right shoulder for those wa- watching this, Landon, I it's going to sound like I'm slobbering right now, uh, but uh, you are success with honor. And, I, and I'm so glad that, you know, uh, Coach Franklin has continued on that mission statement that Coach Paterno did for years. And you are you exemplify that to a T. And I'm, I'm glad you know, with the souls for souls going down to Guatemala and, and just and interacting with the kids. Thank you for you are Penn State, and I think that's very cool. And, and Andy, I'm glad you've tapped into that and been able to uh, you know experience the, the Penn State thing with Landon. I tell people I hit the lottery when Landon agreed to do this book. And I, don't, I, I, I think I, we, we've made another guest blush. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I sincerely mean that. I, I tell that people all the time. I mean, I was talking to my son uh, last week and talking about the books because he's really a big sports fan and into the books and he said it after listening to me he said landon is the reason why you got into this and i couldn't agree more with that i mean it's never been about money it's been about working with the athletes it's about seeing the athletes go out there and interact with the community and it's about having a personal relationship. I feel, and I, I tell this to Landon, I'm going to tell it to everybody. I feel like I'm part of Team Tangwall. If, if me and Landon don't uh, talk five and 10 years from now, I'd be very disappointed. This isn't a business. This is a friendship. And it's something that, again, I feel part of his team. And Landon, what's it been like for you? Uh, you know, have uh, any of your teammates been razzing you since you've got an animated version of yourself? And I see you're, you're a, a South Park fan. What's it like to see yourself as an animated version? <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they always, you know, they don't make fun of you, but they always mention it. They're like, oh, you know. You're an offensive lineman. No one's really going to make fun of you. So, well, yeah. yeah, you know, but I'm mean, sorry, we don't have a book, you know. You know, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll make little jabs at me, you know. And all that stuff and people you know sometimes people will ask other people to sign the book too and they're like oh landon can i you know do i have permission to sign so you know they'll mess with me a little bit but it's a good time um obviously we went down to to guatemala the whole team was actually all the guys down there were signing the books for everybody and they love all the kids loved it it was so that was really awesome but um but you know i mean overall it's like i said it's been a fantastic experience kind of like andy touched on obviously you know you're not gonna make too much money off this stuff it really is this kind of something i really love i've always I've kind of, I have a lot of little cousins. I've always grew up around uh, a lot of kids. So I love just being around kids, giving back to the community, just being around impact in people's day, even if it's just one positive interaction. Uh, that means a lot to me to be able to say, you know, I affected someone's day, you know, in a positive way. So that's, that, that stuff is really cool. And Landon, now that you've written a book, you're going to write another one? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we're still, we'll start working on this, getting this one out there to the, to all the all the knitting nation and uh etc but uh but i don't know we'll, we'll see maybe in the future 
I, you know, I said when it, when uh, when Landon's in the NFL, maybe we will do another book, and maybe we'll gear it. I know Landon's very interested in education, and uh, maybe we will be doing another book, and it might actually be more educational with you know featuring Landon, uh, you know, in the NFL. So um, it's certainly on my mind, and it's something I am thinking about. Landon, uh, like I told you, we're going to be together for five or ten years, and uh, I could just see. Uh, when you're hosting that Super Bowl, um, I'll be in the background holding up your book. Yeah, I love to hear it. I love it. Hey, uh, Landon, uh, I think uh, before the next book, maybe you got a little work to do. Uh, something in the weight room there with that clean record. Oh man, you know we're working. You got to represent for your, you. got to represent for your old lineman there. You can't have some little running back get. I hear you. I don't know, man. That's, I hear you. That's, that's one explosive running back, though. I'll tell you what. But no, man, absolutely. That is, yeah. that is a monster lift. <laughs> yeah, we actually got we got testing week coming up this week, so we uh, we getting uh, to tomorrow. We kind of got the you know the uh, the combine. We do a lot of like forty times, you know, shuttle times that stuff. So and then all the weight room numbers this week. So all the guys were pumped up. We're excited for for this week in the weight room and in Haluba testing all that good stuff. Well, good luck. Enjoy. I appreciate it. Thank you. And what, what was it like about both to Andy and, and Landon? Uh, well, I'll go with Landon first. With uh, what, what was it like, you know, having the companion book with the guy whose who's butt and front side you're protecting? What was it like we're having uh, Drew Allar also having a book with you? It's very cool. It's very cool. We'll talk about it all the time. Um, you know, Drew. I'll just talk. You know, touch on Drew as a as a QB though. Uh, I'm sure, that the fan base loves hearing about him. Um, you know, he's he's awesome. We're really excited for him. You know, he's actually become really I'm really tight with him. He's one of my best friends. Um, love to play golf with them. He's a, he, we're all the whole team's learning how to golf. That's like the new thing. I actually just came from a tea time. I just finished about like an hour ago. So the whole team's on the golf kit. So I play golf with Drew all the time. So we're we're always talking and stuff. Um, but no, we we both love it. Obviously, I I love to I love to get out there. Obviously, Drew's a little more popular. He might get mugged if he goes out the <laughs> appearances. So you know, I, it's a little easier for me to get out there and, and do stuff. But no, but now Drew's an awesome guy, and you know. I'm, I'm really excited for him and what he's about to do in the future. What what'd you shoot today? Oh man, I just played front nine and I actually I got my 18. I don't know if anybody plays a lot of golf, but 18 birdies, it tracks like everything. You can see how far away you are from the pin and all that stuff. Uh I shot 46 yeah, I on the 46 on the front nine. Nice. I'm new. I, I, yeah, no, it's not too bad. It's it's okay. No, that's, that's, that's a legitimate score. That's a, that's a that's a golf score. That's not a new guy score. Yeah, no, it's decent. It's decent. Hey, by the way, that's uh, another thing, Eric. I know you have the book. I don't know if the others do. One of the things that surprised me working with all the athletes is how they're not just football players as far as how athletic they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have the book, uh, one of the first pages. Landon was an unbelievable water polo player. Water polo, right. I mean, think about it. So you've got the water polo, you've got the football, you got the golf. These guys are not just hitting the weight rooms and smashing heads. I mean, these guys are extremely athletic. And um, again, I don't know why I was surprised at that, but uh, uh, but I'm not surprised at land. I'm a little surprised at 40 Landon. 46 is like I said, a legitimate people who play a lot of golf aren't hitting that. But uh, I'm not surprised, uh, and I bet you you get you crank some pretty good tee shots. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, no, I I I got some I got some good drives off. But yeah, as you mentioned, uh, obviously love playing golf. I I actually talked. I tried to talk to Coach Franklin, but I figured out all we all we have is a club water polo team because uh, I wanted to talk to him. About maybe trying to play a little bit. 
but you can't play on a club team if you're on scholarship. It's against the rules. I found that out. So my, my brother was a really fantastic goalie. We both played at the Naval Academy, actually. Uh, so my dad grew up playing. He actually became All-American. Uh, so we grew up, I was, I'm about 15 minutes from base. I live in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, so I would go to practice uh, every day there when I was younger. Uh, something I really loved. I love water polo. I was, I was pretty good too. I was like eight or nine playing with like 14 year olds and I would be in there um, holding my own. I was, you know, obviously a, a big kid, but it was something I really loved. I was, I was born in the water. So I really, I love the water. I love the pool, all that good stuff. So, so yeah, that's definitely something interesting about me. I won a, won a couple uh, junior, junior Olympics uh, in California. I got to travel a lot when I was younger with water polo. So it was a really cool experience for me. As a brother who, you know, I, you know, my brothers and I like to push each other athletically and academically growing up. And, you know, I'm, I'm mentioning your teammates kind of ragging on you for the book. And, you know, coming from a competitive family, which I learned on your uh, Penn State Schuylkill uh, appearance a couple of uh, a few weeks ago. What's it like within the family? You've got the book. What's yeah. What's it like with the siblings going after you? No, yeah, no, they definitely they definitely get after me. You know, they poke fun at me too, just like the teammates. But uh, no, definitely competitive. I mean, when you're you're the youngest of four boys, you know, you kind of get you know you get you get roughed up growing up. You know, you're always just trying to, to keep up with your older brothers. Um, you know, I think that's one of the reasons. Um, you know, I'm kind of as you know mature. I like to think I'm I'm somewhat mature. So I think that's kind of what what a you know that the reason I I you know I'm I'm the way I am today. Definitely. You know, was blessed growing up. had a, had a great family, just you know, great people around me. Uh, definitely, you know, just super supportive. But my brothers have been awesome. You know, they they love me. They they'll come to my games, all that stuff. They've been fantastic. Um, you know, they hook me up. You know, if I ever need some motivation, stuff like that. So they've been a real great support system for me. Well, I'm the oldest of three, and I keep warning Christine's two older boys: be careful with the youngest one because they will get bigger you bigger than you quite likely at some point that is for sure i am the biggest as well i'm the youngest and the biggest so they definitely it catches up to them you hear yeah, that and- be nice to your younger siblings they <laughs> may get bigger yeah and i am a mom of three football playing boys um high school and elementary school and if they end up half as good as you i'll i'll be a proud mama so good job i appreciate that thank you so much <laughs> Yeah. But Andy, I did want to ask you, you know, coming from the um, the tech and very corporate world of IBM, there's a craft to children, children's writing. Um, how did you how do you make that transition or yeah, you know, so, and working with the athletes as well and capturing the real voice or the feeling of them in the books as well? Yeah. So I always say it's really their books. So I work with Landon and his family and, and all the information uh, is their information. And then I just put it to words. Uh, but the real challenge for me was just actually physically doing the book. It took um, all of my 40 years of corporate to get this book published out. I'm, uh, even I had my doubts if I was able to pull it off. I mean, I work with people in India. I work with people in China. Uh, it's really, this is a, there's a lot of multinational effort that goes into the book. Uh, so it's just real interesting because my illustrator is actually in India and she wouldn't know a football from a baseball. So when you do the story and, and you um, ask her to do the illustrations, her interpretation of some of the things comes back very unique. So it, it takes a while. And, um, you know, the, the wording really I don't think is that difficult because it's not my words. It's Landon's words. It's, it's his father's words. Uh, it's everything else, the mechanics of doing it, 
that really um, that was the difficult part. I do I do have a kind of a funny story. Um, you were asking when you asked Landon about the, the book with him and Drew. So um, Landon was actually my first choice that I re I reached out to Penn State. He was the guy that I asked for, and it really was because of he was an underclassman and he's one of the highest rated offensive linemen. So Dan gave my information to, to him and he got back to me and he said he'd like to do the book. And then Dan goes, did you know we actually have the number one recruited quarterback in the country coming in? And to be honest with you, I didn't because he's not playing yet. And uh, he goes, would you be interested in maybe, you know, reaching out to him? And I said, hmm, number one quarterback in the country. Yeah, I might be interested. Yeah, yeah, I'll think about it. And uh, luckily, um, you know, again, Dan put me in touch with them. And, um, you know, I, I always send a mock cover because, again, you can look at the cover and a, a guy will know if he wants to do it or not. You talk about, you know, getting razzed and everything. You know, there would be some people who might look at it and say, oh, this is too corny for me. But the matter of the fact is most people don't. And uh, and that's how that came about. I mean, uh, Drew liked the idea. I, I sent him a mock cover. And so next thing I know, I had, you know, two Penn State athletes. And again, I didn't know how that would work out, but uh, it's worked out really well. I think they feed off of each other. Um, so it, it, it's really worked out well. And I should add, I want to add that um, growing up in the Northeast, I was a big Penn State fan, a big Joe Pa fan. Uh, so, you know, um, it was a thrill to me to be working with Penn state. That's called kismet <laughs> or something. <laughs> Serendipity. Serendipity. <laughs> Getting away from the book for a second. Again, uh, cause, uh, well, I, I'm a, I'm a youth, uh, so I'm a sports official, mainly baseball and softball, but, you know, coming just, and watching kids and just knowing my growing up multiple sports was the thing. And now there's just so much specializing. I just want to get your your take on you know what your experience as a multi-sport athlete, how that turned you into you know making football your focus, but all those multiple sports, how that how they helped you as a football player. Yeah, I think you know first off, it kind of just benefited me being able to just do everything. You know, I grew up playing flag football, you know, basketball, water polo, kind of doing every every sport under the sun. I, and that's my kind of opinion is that's kind of how it should be. I think if you get a kid started in a sport at eight years old and get them trainers and all this stuff, they're going to get burnt out. You know, they're kids, you know, they, you know, kids need to have fun. They need to enjoy sports. You know, it's not, it's not about getting a scholarship when you're eight years old and, you know, 10, you, you know, whatever. I think, you know, it's really about enjoying sports, you know, learning, you know, all those, all those traits to build upon, you know, responsibility, leadership, you know, taking, you know, taking, you know, accountability for your actions, those type of things. Uh, that, that's kind of, and you learn, and you kind of learn different perspectives from each sport too. You know, obviously kind of, you know, me having that back for a bunch of different sports. Um, so I, I feel actually pretty strongly about that. I think, you know, kids should be all playing all different types of sports. Um, but, you know, I think that's kind of what I did. And then I, I got to high school and I decided to just stay with football. I actually tried shot put for like two weeks. Wasn't <laughs> any good. Funny story. Though, I met Devon Lees though. And obviously, you know, you know who he is. If you're a Penn State fan, you know Devon. Um, that's where I met him at. I met him like eight years ago. He's this—he's one of our starting defensive tackles. Um, and so I met him at shot put. But yeah, I tried shot put. I was no good at that, so I just stuck with football. And the the offers were, were rolling in, so I, I said, you know, I'll, I'll stick with this. I think this sounds good. 
Well, definitely glad you picked Penn State. So uh, part part of that Maryland pipeline that Coach Franklin's been cultivating for years now. So, and again, success with honor. I I, I cannot say that enough. It's uh, I'm going to sound like an idiot parent here, but I'm yeah. proud of the fact that you're representing now with, with Andy's book and just you know, the, with the name, image, likeness stuff. And because Penn State, the university wanted to set that up. Success with honor. What was the motto they went with? Taken from Coach Paterno, and Landon, you you defined that to a T. So thank you. Uh oh, I, I apparently said, I, I I I got to quit fawning over people. They they just disappear on us. Now, Andy, with, with the, you know, because right now you you you've been uh, you know, did the underclassman part. You've got the books out now, and you now with the Michigan books, are they in the same age bracket? Yeah, they 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 basically are the same thing, the same design. Again, the the Michigan book is with the uh, with three offensive linemen. Okay, uh, they all wanted to do it together. It's another case where. The parents had a lot to do with it. Um, I'm actually really tight with all three moms. I still talk to them. I won't say daily, but I certainly talk to them every couple of weeks. And if there's an article, you know, one of the things people always ask me uh, is, uh, you know, do you want to do a whole bunch of books? And the answer I always give is I really don't because I want to feel like I'm working with it. If, if I did 20 books, I might not be able to do this interview because I'd have to look at my schedule. Oh, I'm doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like anything that comes out on either a Michigan athlete that I do or Landon or Drew, I am all over that. I, I spend two or three hours a day going through, you know, um, Twitter, Instagram, all of the sporting stuff. I'm on every website for Penn State, every website for Michigan, all of the Facebook things. So I give them feedback when I see it. Like if an article comes up, I'll just shoot and say, hey, did you see this article came up? Oh, did you see Landon was mentioned here? Oh, Drew was mentioned here. If I did 20 books, then it would become a job as opposed to something I really love doing. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm going to be reading the sports pages for two or three hours a day anyhow. So <laughs> this gives me a little extra incentive. And um, yeah, um, actually was at the Michigan Penn State game at Michigan last year. And uh, that's why actually I met Drew and his parents um, was supposed to meet up with Landon's father. Um, and the Michigan doesn't have good Wi-Fi. <laughs> so we were in the stadium. And once you get in the stadium, you lose all connectivity. You can't make a phone call or anything else. So it wound up that we actually did not get to meet each other. Uh, but another cool story with that is, uh, ironically, I was staying at the Penn State Hotel. We're talking land, and I don't know if you, you heard the conversation, but I was at the Michigan-Penn State game last year that was in Ann Arbor and was actually at the um, Penn State Hotel. And it was really cool. I didn't even know it at the time, but I was at, next to Alu's, uh, Alu's parents for like an hour just talking to him. So I feel a little connection there too. So it was kind of cool, and uh, like yeah, I said, I wish, like I, I, wish, said, I, wish I, I wish, I wish. Because of the connection here that you've done, Andy, with, with the, uh, the the Michigan school, I'm gonna refrain from any uh, negativity that I usually have for the Wolverines. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna be nice about you know, their Wi-Fi and, and everything else there, and just, just forget the past. We're just focused on the game coming up later this year in Happy Valley. That I'm gonna give you a little prediction here. It's going to be Penn State 62, um, Michigan 61. Both offensive lines doing tremendous. Games coming down to the wire. Balls on the one-yard line. 
they scored. Uh, I'm sorry, they scored a touchdown to tie it up. They they're going for two to win the game. Uh, Allen's going to have the ball. He's going to be looking. To, everybody's going to say he's going to go to Singleton and going wide. He fakes the pitch to Singleton. He sneaks behind number 58 and walks into the end zone untouched for the victory. Tangwell's been doing it all game. He knocks out two people and Drew walks in for the two-pointer and Penn State walks off with the victory. And by the way, folks, their chances now for making the, the championship game looking mighty good with that win over Michigan. And waiting for them in the end zone, buried underneath the, the turf, are copies of the books. They will hold them up high. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that wouldn't break my heart if that were to happen. And we have this recorded, so we'll be definitely be pushing that out if that happens. Yeah, I don't like want the sure. Michigan guys be... to get mad at me. So I did say that the Michigan line, it was an off, the offensive lines dominated all day. It's just that that last two-point conversion, um, you knew they were going over Tangwall and uh, nobody was going to stop them. Yeah, Landon, make sure have, have a deal with the lion. Make sure he has something in the megaphone or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> You could hide it in the goalpost pad. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the uh, the rules are. I actually thought about, you know, the the, uh, the kids, my son used to be one of these kids for Georgia Tech that camp out overnight and they, they're in that first uh, row, right? You usually have to camp overnight for the student section. And I said, yeah, I wonder if I could actually give them a book and just have them hold it up. But I don't know how that would go over. Yes. This, uh, <laughs> and and listen, listen, you're I, marketing. You make this happen. Uh, well, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I'd have to actually check that out. You know, it's funny when I was telling you about the um, me and at the um, Penn State Hotel in Michigan, Coach Franklin actually came by when I had the book. And I actually took – and by the way, at that point, they only had Drew's book. But uh, – I I actually took Drew's book and actually put it under the table because I didn't know what the rules were. The last thing I wanted was he goes, hey, look, it's Drew's book, picks up the book. Somebody snaps a picture. Next thing you know, Drew's out because he's in trouble. So so I don't know what the rules are, but, Land, I always have your back and stuff like that. I'm not going to do anything to get you in trouble. I know that. I know that's right. I know that's right. I appreciate it. Andy, Andy's my guy, man. He's done a lot for me. <laughs> been awesome camping out for a football game i i lived in snyder hall the closest walk six times a year so i don't have to worry about camping out <laughs> the students do that though i mean those you know those are the kind of the you know those are the guys that are going to be fans for life right um um you know they camp out overnight they have a little party there uh i know nobody can drink when they're under 21 but you never know if somebody might sneak something in there and they have a you know they make it a good night and and then they're ready for the game <laughs> I, I had enough Jamesons for everybody on the on the day of the Rose Bowl, so I, I took care of that. As By the way, for the Rose Bowl, I actually was at the um, Penn State game watching party in Atlanta. It was pretty nice. cool. They probably had like um, uh, I'm going to guess 150 people in their bar, and it was just crazy, right? Because it was a great game, and you know, um, I always say winning is very underrated. So it's a lot more fun when you're winning. That's for sure. And Penn State fans, they they know how to party. I uh, back in '94, I traveled to Pennsylvania on business, and I was just there by myself in the hotel. And one day at work, one of the ladies from the office came down and said, "We have one Penn State ticket. You want to go?" I love football. I'm not necessarily a Penn State fan, but I sure liked them. Sure respected Joe Pa. 
Uh, so heck yeah. So I got in this hollow utility van and drove six hours from Reading to Happy Valley. Best decision I ever made. Uh, got there super early, tailgated the whole thing. It was homecoming against Purdue. And uh, the student section's unbelievable. But uh, at the end of it, uh, it took me forever to get out of that parking lot. And not because everybody was trying to leave at once. Nobody was leaving. Nobody was going anywhere. Everybody was still partying. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm sleeping in a van. It was a yeah. great, great time. And what a, what a beautiful place to go to school. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I got a quick story about the Rose Bowl after we won. So, we, you know, all week we were coming in the back because it was a pretty nice hotel. It was right near um, the crypto, uh, crypto.com arena, you know, right there on that kind of campus in L.A. that they have where they have a bunch of restaurants. So we'd always go in the back the back way because there's a lot of fans and stuff, especially once we got closer to the game. And so obviously we won. We, we go in the back. So there's no one there. We have security and stuff. So we go up these escalators and you kind of go down and part of the hotel, we kind of had, you know, sectioned off all week for us. You know, it's kind of off limits. You had to have, you know, credentials to get to get into certain areas. And, um, you know, I remember coming off and there was just kind of this ledge and you could overlook the whole downstairs hotel area. And, you know, we step out and they saw us and they just like erupted. You know, I think everybody was having a lot of fun at the hotel bar. So that that may have added to the the uh, the fun and the noise, but we all went down there and they you know every all the fans were loving it and it was just all the players, the fans, the coaches, and then you know Coach Franklin comes like 20 minutes later and held up the trophy up up at the top and everybody was going crazy. So it was a it was a real cool experience. Definitely some some you know some of my favorite nights uh, ever. And then and you know being at Penn State, some of the best memories I've ever had. So hopefully you know we go do it again and do more. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, speaking that now, that experience uh, at, at the Penn State, I'm gonna I'll be going to the whiteout game, so it'll be my first whiteout game, and, and I am really looking forward to that. Now, I will um, I will be bringing books with me, so it'll be a little bit of a working you know working trip uh, during the day. I'm sure you know it'll be an eight o'clock start, so uh, I'll be exhausted, but I'll be carrying around and and I'll probably sell I would guess a hundred books. Uh, meeting people, uh, I'll have a ball and then uh, get to experience one of the greatest uh, traditions that there is, is a Penn State whiteout game that uh, it always, if you read anything, it always ranks as one of the best uh, atmospheres to be at. And I'm really excited. And it's not just, you know, again, me going to a game now, it's me rooting for number 58 and 15. So I'll be watching uh, with, with a um, more than just a rooting in for Penn State, but, you know, I'll probably be watching, I say, that offensive line performance more than anybody else except for Landon's family because I'm sure they watch the same thing. But after them, I promise you, you know, I may actually miss that bomb because I'll be watching the line play in that protection. And uh, like I said, um, as the offensive line goes, and Landon's going to be a super key part of that, that will really, in my opinion, determine how the season goes. And no offense to Jimmy Page or The Edge or Jack White, it might get loud. No, no, no. It's a Penn State whiteout. It will get loud. And you if I'm not mistaken, uh, this year it, it, it's Minnesota is the whiteout game this year. Am I? Is that right? I think it's Iowa. Iowa. Iowa? Okay. Wait, wait, it better be Iowa because I have plane tickets in October. If it's not, I'm in big trouble here. I, I got a lot of money invested into this. It better right, be the right, Iowa right. game. 
Well, the game it should have been, Andy, would have created quite a conundrum for you. It should have been, since it's a home game, should have been the Michigan game later in the season. That should have been the whiteout. But you, you would have been torn allegiances. It, it, no, no, it's no, better no, this there's, way. There's no torn allegiance. I'm, and I told you, I, and Landon, I think, was out when we were talking about this. I'm not going to make anybody. I, I'll be rooting for both offensive lines. So There you so, go. There so you go. I, Very diplomatic. Very diplomatic. Uh, offense. No, if, Landon, don't get me in trouble with any of your defensive players, but, but I'm a loyal person all the way around, so it will be both offensive lines. Spoken you. like a senator. <laughs> yeah you know obviously yeah we, yeah we got Iowa for the whiteout we're you know we're excited obviously you know we're taking it one day at a time we're excited uh you know we're focused on West Virginia but you know when the time comes the last time we played Iowa obviously I never got to play but I was on that sideline you know in in, in Iowa you know and for any Penn State fans that remember when it was you know number three versus number four and they stormed the field and all that stuff so you know I definitely uh you know, in due time, I will not forget. Uh, you know, like I said, we got West Virginia first and, and other teams to handle, but definitely, definitely looking forward to that one. Well, I, as we see over here, I, I'm an old schooler. I got the, the old Sugar Bowl pennant up there, but I'm glad to have West Virginia on the schedule, if not for uh, the renewing the rivalry. One game and, like I said, one week at a time. I love that Coach uh, Franklin does that. One week, just take care of the Mountaineers. Kick them up and down the field like, like they used to back in the day. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes sir oh god yes sir <laughs> oh yeah you're old as hell i am i you know it's uh that's where i fell in love with penn state my grandmother lived there in 82 and that's all it's my i realized this earlier this year after she passed away she lived in state college from 82 to 86 once she she arrived there championship, the best years. She, she championship and then she leaves <laughs> wow betty we we, we you betty know, did it all love up above Betty. It was at Betty Gimlin. Actually, Betty Lucas at the time, Karma. Well, a Andy and Landon, thank you so much for getting, doing this book. I, I, I think it's great. And, and Landon getting out there in the community, just truly representing Penn State. And uh, yeah, I know that uh, and any Penn, Penn Stater who knows what the school represents, you, you are that to a T. So thank you very much for that. Looking forward to your adventures every week on the field at State College and beyond. So thank you for stopping here on All Over the Place with us. And Andy, make sure you check out his uh, his stuff over at shopexit56.com and get the Penn State books. And if you're, this is, I'm bridging a gap here. My brother, the middle brother, but he married into a Michigan family. So I'm going to be getting those books for them. And, but Penn State's his number two team, my nephew, also an offensive lineman. So, okay. Working, working for them. So, you know, he's, uh, yeah. he, he wants to go to, he, at some point, we're going to go to a whiteout. He wants to experience Beaver Stadium. Because he, he he tells me he hates going to the games at the big house, just just too cramped there. So uh, anyway, wow. I'm making a, a side Penn Stater out of him. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on All Over the Place. And Marty, Christine, always great to have the co-host with us here on All Over the Place. And we'll be back here on All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, a pleasure, it, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. You've been listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. If you like what you've been listening to, and you know you have, be sure to share it with friends and family, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever.
content contained herein have been the opinions of the hosts, the producer, and the guests only. You have listened at your own risk. I like the little South Park reference. I'm a big fan.